0: Yeah, we don't want nobody telling us what to do. We don't want nobody pushing us around.
1: Yeah.
2: I apologize. But tell me, just what is it that you want to do?
0: Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. We want to be free to ride. We want to be free to ride our machines without being hassled by the man.
1: And we want to get loaded. Yeah.
0: We want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do.
1: We're going
0: to have a good time. We're going
1: to have a party. Yeah!
2: Right on. All right. Welcome to the Bikers Lifestyle Podcast. I'm Dirty.
0: I'm Tank. I'm Vito. And we're here with Vito. And I guess uh, before we get started, this is post-apocalypse. Post. Post. And uh, we thank you for braving the uh, outside. You know what?
3: You asked me, I don't know if there would be a place I wouldn't go that you wouldn't ask me to. Well, there you go. I appreciate it.
0: How you doing new during these uh, hard times?
3: You know, much for me hasn't changed. Um, last year, I had a pretty serious, uh, I had a pretty serious health element. Yeah, And so I had I had to take it easy for a little bit. Sure. Um. So my transition to this whole thing really hasn't changed. My understanding of this um, is. pretty pretty sharp yeah i would say um so yeah so it's been nice to kind of follow what's going on and um i am involved in some research and stuff but yeah this has been pretty nice to follow everything that's going on right now sure sure i mean at, at this point
0: in time motorcycles yeah motorcycles outside at this point in time it seems like the world's looking for answers and nobody has them no you know what i
3: mean and you won't no you and, won't.
0: Well, that's that's the whole beauty about this virus is it's so new, we don't know what's
3: going on. Right. Uh, air quotes, uh, novel. Novel right, virus. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you won't. By the time we have an idea of what's going on, uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan or Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio will be playing in the movies at some point <laughs> in some time. Right? <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Uh, we won't. No. We won't.
0: Well, I mean... It You know, we call this the Biker's Lifestyle podcast because it's supposed to talk about the biker's lifestyle. And everybody's lifestyle is affected by this virus. And it, it's so weird to fucking talk about freedom. And it's so weird to talk about traveling across the country when, you know, you have things like safer at home and quarantine involved in an American lifestyle. Very nice. Lifestyle. I'm the only one that's just sitting here with no no fucking cigar. (laughs) But addictions are addictions. Anyways. This is
2: a nice, nice stogie. Thank you very much. I just want to say, Vito has brought in a very, very nice cigar, so we're not necessarily suffering here at the bikers' Lifestyle. Uh, It's a unique, really cool bitchin' tobacco leaf wrapper.
3: Yeah. It is uh, the Sumatro um, by Oscar. It is their leaf brand the uh, cigar itself is actually wrapped in a leaf instead of cellophane plastic uh they do that not only for novelty but then you know exactly how much humidity you have left inside of the contents well sure so. yeah definitely
2: definitely i'm more of a I'm, I, you know i like a mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i'm like a triple Maduro myself but these are very nice oh
3: well thank you very nice thank i definitely brought nice some to, to share
0: so all right i didn't mean to interrupt him. i have zero input when it comes to cigars <laughs> no it's a nice doggy right there the highest level of cigar i ever smoked was a switcher Sweet. oh
3: well oh. i am
0: just saying i'm just saying
3: you um, know what i'm going to bring you something along those li- you know what i'm going to give you something along that line yeah that you'll like What's so that? uh last i want to say it was last fall um the biker dealership expo yeah um Quite a few guys uh, um, from your clubhouse. We ended up uh, ending at the uh, cigar lounge in Madison. Yep. And uh, is that the same place I went with you? No, 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 yeah, yep, yep. different place. Okay. Um, So here's here's what's so great about that. So you know, all of us are bikers or bike enthusiasts or you know, however you wanna uh, (laughs) entitle it, yeah, or untitle it. But uh, when we walked up, and oh, man, there's going to be a few guys that are going to kill me, so I won't say names.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: They saw the place from the outside. Yeah. And they were a little intimidated, like, eh, are you sure they're going to let us in kind of thing? Because it looks like <laughs> yeah, a really, yeah. you know, looks like one of those places. And every one of us were nicely dressed and, you know, very presentable and, for the most part, clean. I don't know if I took a shower in the last couple of days. Now I think about it. That Doesn't particular matter. day, Yeah. But anyway. So... We walk up to the place, yeah. and I'm just walking, you know, yeah. George Jefferson, and just yeah. walking up, you know, Billy <laughs> Badass, right? Moving on we- up. Mm-hmm. We used to unit. it on. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and
3: I noticed a few of the guys were just kind of looking at the building, like, uh, "Are you sure this is the place?" So I'm like, "Come on, come on, come on, come on in." And so right away, uh, one of the owners were there, and like, "Hey, this these are the guys I was talking about that you know mm-hmm. I want to bring." And so the owners, had already they had already been in on it. They had had extra bar staff there to service us all. Um, the humidor, it's at least the size of a two-car garage. Wow. And um, so we walked in, and I know quite a bit about cigars. And, yeah, we ended up having a really good time. You know, a ton of money was spent. Mm-hmm. And uh, we left, and they were grateful for our service. And what was great about it, was that you had two meetings of social groups right and at the end of it all no one thought anything less or more of the other walking out right and so since then like you know on facebook i'll have a guy like oh man we gotta go back to that place again you know whatever um anytime i go back there myself like hey you know what it's getting warm we're kind of expecting your friends to come here you know whatever and uh, they're not hurting for business or anything, but it's nice that they identify me with that. Sure. And they want that back in their own establishment.
0: Well, you know, I mean, money's money. Mm-hmm. You know, it all spends the same. So, I mean, yeah. You, if you go to a place and you act right, and regardless if you're a biker or you're not a biker, it doesn't really matter. You 100%, know what I mean? I mean? 100%. 100%. I mean, you know, it, the whole cliche of a biker this rough and tough fucking you know derelict of society Mm -hmm. who tries to go out of his way to piss people off Mm -hmm. but at the end of the fucking day we're not trying to cause a problem no we're just trying to enjoy life exactly trying to be free Mm -hmm. free in these covid times (laughs) you know what i mean so but let's get to talking about who you are as a person because this is your very special episode because I'll be honest, when I thought about this podcast in my head, you know, when I was like, you know, let's have a podcast where we talk to bikers about biker type shit and we talk about philosophy and we talk about, you know, whatever a biker would have in his mind. I actually thought of you.
3: Whoa.
0: I swear to God. Really? I swear to God. hundred percent.
3: That's a great compliment.
0: And I'm going to tell you why. Because I hung out with you a handful of times, say, what was it? God, it got to be about five years ago now.
3: Yeah, because I was still with the ex at the time. Yeah, Yep.
0: still about five years ago. And it was refreshing to see somebody who, I mean, let's not mince words here. You're kind of an intimidating looking type dude with the size.
3: Yep. You know. And let's even say it's safe to say black man
0: well i i didn't notice it because we don't He's see black. color we don't see color i had no idea son of a bitch look at
2: that
3: i know i Wait know do I, I know tell but, Mom, i know, you-, <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. you know i met his bike before i met him
4: yeah
0: well i mean it's you know one of them deals where was sitting at doc's place up on a
2: lift you were getting some work done i was like that's a nice ride and he's like yep. you wouldn't believe the guy that rode it <laughs> well so he said an italian name but he's a black guy here's and i'm like thing. i gotta fucking meet this guy <laughs>
0: i you know and it's it's gonna fucking probably hurt our viewership but i am not a biker per se when it comes to my lineages like mm-hmm. i don't have like my like my dad didn't fucking ride a motorcycle my
2: dad was afraid to ride one
0: yeah and I didn't come from that lifestyle. I came from the sport bike world, you know, because when I saw motorcycles, it was all about excitement and speed and yada, yada, yada. And I right. thought guys that rode fucking Harleys were just right. old fucking men, you know, but I always kind of, uh, thought fucking Harleys were cool. Mm-hmm. Choppers mm-hmm. were cool. But mm-hmm. anyways, it doesn't matter. I hung out with you and you seem to be the most genuine and nicest fucking dude that rode a fucking Harley that I ever met.
3: Oh, that's...
0: Hands down. Like... like I got
3: chills in my elbows just hearing that. Well, I you know... It. Elbows. Wow. I appreciate wow.
0: Got the goose pimples. I ain't never heard that one. Well, that's why we're here. We're that's, here to learn. We are Anyways, here. We
2: just learned. Elbows.
1: <laughs> but no, it's shiver. true. I swear to <laughs> God. get chills.
0: You know? Like, I told the wife that we were doing this podcast, and she was like, I will actually listen to
3: this one. You know what? And... You know, I don't want to get too personal in here. But sure. No. Dude, let's get your personal. your wife, she is a fucking sweetheart. She she God. is way better than I am. You know, and listen, let's not <laughs> – Yeah, and I don't want to mince words either. I'm yeah. sure she can be a battle axe at times. I'm sure she could be your motivator yeah. and your fire underneath your ass. Yeah. But beneath all that, just consistent yeah. is something, is an adjective I would use with her. Um, genuine, yeah. Um, and just the real deal. I mean, she reminds me. Thinking of your wife, it reminds me. Just like I said moments ago, my grandmother is my favorite person on 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 planet Earth. Right, your grandma is along, or my grand, or your wife is along that cloth that my grandma was also cut out of. Right on. Yeah. Right yep on. Yep. Yeah. You, that's that's the kind of woman that says. Me and my husband have been married for fifty years and yeah. all that stuff, right? Yeah. No, you yeah, that that's a blessing, man. You're you know, blessed.
0: Here's the thing. And this is you know, it's it's here's the thing. And I keep saying that because like obviously um me and Tanker are in a club. Right. And when it comes to Oh yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to motorcycle clubs, women typically take a back seat. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get into the uh, MC world too much here or I'm not going to get into the politics or I'm not going to get into the protocol. What I will say is this. When I married, you know, my wife, like there's a reason for it because Mm -hmm. I have, you know, I'm 41 years old. So I've been around the block Mm -hmm. and back. Mm -hmm. And women come in all shapes and sizes and attitudes. Yep. And. My wife, I, ca- I can only describe as a genuine badass.
4: Yes. I, the uh, shit yep. she mm-hmm. has
0: experienced, the shit she has gone through, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could fucking come out of that a fucking better person. Right. You know, she has she gone through some shit. And uh, long story short, it, she betters me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because am I'm, I'm, I don't have kids of my own i've never been married before her i lived my life this uh recluse rogue that kind of did whatever the fuck he wanted and she ate responsibility up she fucking got kicked in the teeth and came back as where i lived a carefree lifestyle before i met her not saying that it's hard now but i'm just saying like i never experienced hardship before when i'm you know as compared to her and i don't think you can can consider yourself you know a badass or hardcore or somebody who's uh you know robust if mm-hmm. you haven't experienced some sort of uh you know hardship right. or struggle yep exactly. you know i mean i really didn't put myself out there to the point where i could experience it i don't know i don't know why but i just didn't and she has so i recognized that when i met her mm-hmm. and uh yeah yeah she's uh she's pretty cool
3: yeah you know and and also to you too you know for a woman to see equal that value in you too as well you know i don't have to assume that you're special i know that you're special you know and anytime i've ever seen you regardless of who you're with or even who you're not with you and i have always bird dogged each other yeah you know said hey you know whatever and uh Yeah, man, like, the love goes two ways here. Yeah. You know, like, I really appreciate you. I really do.
0: You know, it's, you know, that's that's the beauty of the whole motorcycle culture, you know, is that you can have people from different ends of society, you know, rich, poor, doesn't fucking matter. You ride two wheels, you're in the group. Yep. You ride two wheels, you're a brother. You ride two wheels, you're somehow connected. Yep. Yep. You know? As to where the rest of society tries to one up each other, right? I, you know, I hate to I hate to use the word biker all the time because so many people like see that as a negative, mm-hmm. but it, it, bikers are connected with the
3: love of two wheels. Yeah, no different than any other subculture. I know. No. I know a friend of mine. She has a Jeep Wrangler. Yeah, and she drives in her Jeep, and there I, I think. Do they flash their lights at each other? Or they do not. I think there's something that they do, it's, right? Yeah, it's and it's like like just wave, another yeah, subculture, yeah. how yeah. to connect people, sure. you know, um, how to find a commonality between people without without anything verbalized. Period. Sure. So yeah, yeah, no, no, I totally follow your line of thought.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, you know why this podcast exists. You know, is to get to know people who are in the biker culture and see why they do what they do. So with that being said, what's your first motorcycle?
3: Oh, uh it was a first motorcycle, Harley Davidson Fat Boy. Wow. And um I got the bike. Whew. Um I wasn't supposed to get the bike. Uh had a deal with my dad. Sure. Right. And uh he found out that I used his money to buy a bike. And Whoops. <laughs> Um, minor detail stuff hit the fan, and I needed to get a car right away. Yep, so I had the coolest bike, but then I had a uh, uh, hatchback Nissan Sentra hatchback right away, right on. Uh, and that was just to keep me safe. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: so you got yeah. the fat boy. Yep, I did.
3: I did. Yep, got the fat boy. Um, put ape hangers on it right away, right away, and then I uh um obviously i paid for that outright and then i end up uh crashing that bike unfortunately sure um had two women on the bike yeah thinking i'm cool in my 20s oh. right yep i don't even think i was even old enough to drink going around a curve in madison a turn one kind of freaks out you know whatever and boom bike goes down and then mm-hmm. it, it wasn't enough that it went down but then it flipped nice so we all slid away from the bike good thing (laughs) but then the bike just and it was done and so then my second bike was a they just made them they were called the suzuki intruder 1500 okay ah, yeah yeah and that bike was supposed to be like the soft tail heritage of that line right my son owned one okay and so that particular bike um uh there was a there was a bike garage um, the guy's name was Mark Pomerantz. He ended mm-hmm. up being a engineer for Harley for a little bit, but he he opened up his own bike garage. He opened mm-hmm. up with another guy by the name of uh, I want to say that guy's name is Rocky Peel. Funny story. Mm-hmm. So Rocky Peel he owned uh, a detail shop. Sure. And then my father owned a few detail shops. Oh. And they were kind of competing down the street. Yeah. But like competition is one of those things in business where it's like, yeah, we're competing. He well, catches out at a bar, we don't give a shit. You right. Know? And uh, Rocky Peel, big, looked like a, the California dream, big, six foot seven, mm. looked like a wrestler, long blonde hair, you know, muscle bound dude. Yeah. And uh, I remember um I had my bike. He had ape hangers on his bike, so I didn't want to do ape hangers again. Sure. Where I grew up in Texas, um, everybody had cello cruisers. Uh huh so big white beach bars was a thing or oh, ape yeah. hangers so oh, yeah. what did I do went and got the biggest whitest beach bars I could find <laughs> had the bike painted yeah. uh, Dallas Cowboy blue and silver actually, well, I have yeah. a, actually I have a picture of that too
0: America's team
3: and uh, you know I wrote that thing till the wheels you fell off just pissed off a whole bunch of other people now <laughs> nah, I don't even care <laughs> fuck sports yeah, yeah. Well, no. well, there
2: ain't no sports to watch right now brother so. yeah right. no.
3: And uh, non essential, and what was so funny about that is that I remember at the time I was living in Madison, yeah, and I was riding around on my motorcycle, yeah, and I had hung out loosely with a few guys or were CC riders, I hung out loosely with a few guys that were centurions. Mm-hmm. Um, never really like, hey, you know, come hang out with us at our clubhouse or anything like that, but mm-hmm. you know, just friends with guys, you know, whatever. And um, uh, the president at the time, uh, ZZ Zatarraker of the Centurions. This is long, 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 long time ago. Okay. Um, Him and I became cool. Sure. You know? And, uh, yeah, I just uh, had always identified with not only that subculture, but people who are free thinking. Yeah. People who are independent thinking. People who are not confined to this construct of, oh, well, I'm of this party or demographic or of this thing. Yeah. And I have to think like this and fall in line with this. And regardless if it's hurting me or not, I still have to be this. Right. Right. And so ZZ, Zatarakar, and a few other guys, I, I remember, they are just these independent guys. They're just like, no, you know, we're the people that are in, we're in between the cracks here. Yeah. Period. And, uh, yeah, I've always wanted to align myself with people like that.
2: Well, so. I, I, I just want to jump in on that, and uh, you touched on something, and especially from a club standpoint, now in a club, I mean, yeah, a lot of free, free, think, free thinkers, a lot of very independent people, however, there is a certain amount of, uh, I wouldn't say rules, but, you know, we have to conduct ourselves in a certain Guidelines. way. Mm-hmm. Guidelines, mm-hmm. yeah. And so you get a lot of free thinkers, but then you are constrained to some degree, Well,
0: there's protocols and there's, you know, code of conduct, if you will. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you know, unfortunately in the MC culture, we try to put ourselves above, you know, say other bikers that are Mm -hmm. not in an MC, you know, unfortunately. And I say that because I think. You know, if people have this uh, mystique about motorcycle clubs, you know, that they're somehow, you know, oh, they think they're better than everybody else. No, we don't think we're better than everybody else. We just think that we have these certain standards and morals that we won't infringe. Right. And we don't try to expect everybody else to follow them. We just hold ourselves to this standard. You know what I mean? Like... I don't see a, a, you know, quote unquote citizen, you know, independent biker as somehow lesser than me. No, I just consider myself obligated to up, you know, to uphold the standards that I have set myself to uphold. You know what I mean? Like, like I say, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And if somebody else wants to do ABC, well, that's on them. You know what I mean? The, The motorcycle culture is very libertarian as where we're all free to do what we want Mm -hmm. you know if you're gonna go out and you're gonna you know commit quote-unquote crimes which is a loose term in the mc world because (laughs) you know it is what it is but if if you know abc wants to do xyz well i'm over here i'm doing my own thing and i'm with my club and i back my brothers and if you want to do this good for you you know what i mean Does that make sense to anybody? No, it it
2: makes sense to me. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, you know, in terms of the club culture that we couldn't possibly explain to other people unless they go through it themselves.
0: There's a, uh, well, I don't know how you want to describe them, but there's a podcaster slash YouTuber
3: that goes by the name of Black Dragon. Mm. I don't know if you, you, yeah. Yeah, I follow Adam Sandoval quite a bit. Yep. And uh, Black Dragon was featured on Adam Sandoval's channel. Yep. And I appreciated how genuine Adam Sandoval treated Black Dragon.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, well, Adam Sandoval is, uh, you know, he's not a club guy. Mm -hmm. But he uh, is very deep in the uh, motorcycle club or motorcycle culture, rather. Yeah, Very respected. But motorcycle. And uh, he, uh, well, he traveled the entire United States and hit every state. And he hit, I don't know. Every Every dealership. Every dealership. Every Harley Davidson dealership. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And collected this and that, and he raised a bunch of money for uh, the troops and some sort of, I don't know if it was Wounded Warrior. He did some sort of charity. Mm -hmm. I forget which, because I drank a lot.
3: Yeah, he, Adam Sandoval, initially it was just uh, for the troops, for the troops, for the troops. And, (coughs) again, this is just loosely, you know, people can fact-check this if they want to. But he ended up having a deal.
2: Fact-check this, please.
3: Google it. He ended up having a deal with Harley-Davidson, mm-hmm. and Harley-Davidson sponsored him to give out motorcycles or vouchers for like free boots or a jacket. It was something vets. like that, yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. And then, you know, uh, here's what happened with Harley-Davidson and him. He got into his accident, mm-hmm. and so he couldn't meet the quota during his recuperation for mm. the accident for Harley, and he terminated his contract. I have and, no idea. Yep. And so then he had to <laughs> kind of change that a little bit. Yeah. And then he joined up with uh, the Wounded Warriors. Yeah. Um, Good concept. and And something else, too, that he ended up joining. But, yeah, I follow him immensely. Well, I bring up Black Dragon because I originally
0: started following Black Dragon. Just, you know what, It's it's sort of my own... I have a lot of curiosity about the unknown. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I feel that knowledge is, you know, power, quote-unquote. And if I don't understand it, I want to know about it. And, obviously, I'm one of the whitest people on planet Earth. Like, I can get a suntan during a full moon. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, when it comes to uh, the black motorcycle club culture, I, obviously, am not going to have any experience with it because, well, you know, whitest person on fucking Earth. So... I started, you know, listening to it because I was kind of curious to see if the MC culture versus black and white has any similarities and, you know, whatever. So I bring up Black Dragon because, uh, you know, hearing what he has to say, a lot of it crosses over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's all the same, like, uh, protocol and rhetoric as you would find in white and mm-hmm. whatever. But yet somehow in MC culture, it's still very segregated. And I don't know why that is. You know, if I'm brutally honest, I mean, it's 2020. I mean, you would think that somehow lines would merge. I know our club is relatively, you know, culturally diverse. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because we have a couple Hispanic members, you know. But, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Mm. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that... The motorcycle club culture or even biker culture for that matter, from what I can see,
3: yeah, is somehow
0: what? segregated.
3: You know, I don't I don't know because if you look at if I was to ask you guys what is the most iconic motorcycle movie, you guys would say Well you say Easy Rider because Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now those two motorcycles that were built were yeah. built by a black man out of his independent shop. Sure yes, it was. It was. Yep. Do you know his name? No, I don't. I, I know he's from it's from Calif- Southern
0: California. I, I Benny Henson? Is I that believe, it? I believe that's who it I believe okay, it's yeah. Benny Henson.
3: So I know shit. So <laughs> it's it's unfortunate that this ideology, yeah. which we all believe in, yeah. being of this soul culture, but yet a demographic separates us. Yeah. I mean, it's... And you know what? I mean, you know...
0: We're we're sitting here in twenty twenty. It was April twenty second, twenty twenty. Covid nineteen, right? We're talking about a virus that's infecting millions of people across the globe. Doesn't matter if you're white, black, brown, green. Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. It's yeah. affecting everybody. No.
2: no race, no creed, no yeah. political yeah. Exactly. affiliation. Doesn't everybody. matter. Everybody. You get a cough, Spare you're game, fucked, man. Man. right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 I don't know about that, but you know what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. You know
0: what I'm saying. It doesn't matter who you are, what it is. We're all facing this bullshit together. Yep. Right? Or if you don't believe it's bullshit, then it's just all a conspiracy. But, anyways, my point is it's kind of strange that you would see a fucking culture, like a motorcycle culture, who is almost anti establishment by nature. Right? Right. The motorcycle will culture is anti-establishment by nature it's very libertarian it's very freedom-based you know i just want to ride my motorcycle do what i do and fuck you if you don't fucking believe that i'm entitled to it Mm -hmm. and somehow it's still divided by race and many areas of the culture Mm
4: -hmm.
0: you know i never quite understood that and i don't know where it truly stems from i can imagine because it's inception you know, because right. when we think of motorcycle club or motorcycle blank culture, mm-hmm. we think of the 50s. Right. You know, post World War II. Right. Right.
2: Yeah, late 50s, early 60s. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Somewhere in that neighborhood. I mean, I know motorcycle clubs and motorcycle cultures is before that. Mm-hmm. You know, 100 years old. Right. Yeah. But as far as what we see as motorcycle culture or motorcycle club culture, it stems after World War II. Mm-hmm. Right. That's well, I mean, what we kind of base our... That's
2: our basis, everybody's basis for right, comparison. That's,
0: yeah, when, when people who don't know shit know shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're
2: all talking about the old scooter tramp days. Yeah. Right,
0: they're talking about post-World War II, right? Right. And we talk about race, and we talk about, you know, well, you know, the black guys don't hang around with the white guys, and the white guys don't hang around the black guys. Mm-hmm. You know. Fuck that. Well, yeah, fuck that, because I say this, right? Just voicing my
4: opinion. Uh,
0: <laughs> and Noted. I guess I was, I guess... In my own way, I'm trying to come up to this point. I don't care if you're black, white, green, yellow, fucking whatever color you are. When it comes to riding a two-wheel death machine, right, you are 100% your own creature, right? It doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter if you're white. It doesn't matter if you're Indonesian, right, Vietnam. It doesn't fucking matter. You're riding two wheels. You're risking your life to do something you love Mm -hmm. because it's fun. At the end of the fucking day, you ride a motorcycle because it's fun, and you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You can't if you have to fucking explain it; they wouldn't get it, right? Oh, yeah, because it's 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 an experience that's unlike other. You know what I mean? Like, I have never parachuted a day in my life. I've never skydived. four times. I've never done it. You know why? Scared of fucking heights. Yeah, great. You guys are animals. Fantastic. No, we're idiots,
2: but <laughs> it was a lot of no, fun. No, you guys man. are animals. I, I loved it. Man. It man. That was hey, fucking
0: awesome. You're better than I am because. You know, you're not going to get me in that little-ass plane. And then, oh, by the way, jump out of it. Oh, you jump not out of it. Gonna yeah. <laughs> not going to happen. Not going to happen. I have flown. I can count the number of times I've flown in an airplane on one fucking hand. It's four times.
2: I was six weeks old when I had my first plane ride.
0: You're an amazing person. Wow. I don't know about
2: that. My grandfather was big into the Experimental Aircraft Association. He was one of the founders of it. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah, know, my family, we always had a couple planes. My sure. Gra- my grandfather did some Cessnas. So, yeah, I... Been around planes my whole life, you know, but you're not missing nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're in the air, you know, especially now. You're up in the air with them fucking planes. You're in a big incubator for crying out loud.
0: Yep. Four fucking times I've flown, I've sat in the aisle because homie ain't looking out the fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. I remember I was on a commuter
2: for a while there. About four years of my life, I was a corporate trainer. Yeah, and I was on the road half the year. I mean, I'd be a, I'd be gone two weeks to the shot, get home for a week, be gone another two weeks. I lived in an airplane all the time. Yeah. And I remember I was on a commuter hop, hop flight from Cleveland to Virginia. Mm-hmm. And we hit this some massive turbulence. And uh, uh, the, the flight attendant, we don't call them stewards anymore, but the flight attendant, mm-hmm. she said, You might want to strap back in. I think we're going to come into a bad shot. Right then, that plane must have dropped two, three hundred feet. I had a drink in my hand and suddenly it was, yeah. shoom! I was about to say, you're experiencing ceiling.
3: geez at that point. Oh, yeah. Mike,
2: exactly, exactly. Wow. And that wasn't even the worst flight I was on. Worst flight, I remember we were coming into Toronto. We are on a big uh, A300, A380 Airbus. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a, a flight attendant and she was deadheading. You know what deadheading is? No. Nope. Yeah, that's when yeah. yeah, no, no, no. a, a stewardess a pilot, it's not their flight, but they'll, they'll just fly on the flight. They're in, okay. they're in the. In, you know, in population, everybody else. Sure. And uh, coming in, and then I watched her go white knuckle um, oh, yeah? on the armrest, and I went, I think I should be scared for myself. And there were some major crosswinds in here, and I got to give that pilot lot of credit because, man, I swear we came in like this, Tsssh, and then boom, he set that thing down. Yep. And that was one of the wildest flights I've ever yep. been on. <laughs> but either way, it's a risk you take. And just yep. like you're saying with motorcycle riding, I mean, think about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're sitting on top of this motor. It's 200 yeah. degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think could detonate. You lose your nuts. You lose I everything. I got five I
0: mean, gallons of explosive fluid between my legs. Between yeah. your legs. Mm-hmm. That's right.
2: And your bike, it's saying something, too, because that yeah. motherfucker is fast. I mean, look it, what just happened to it.
3: Not yeah. only that, a ton of moving parts. Yeah. Very. Yeah. A lot. Powerful moving parts. Yeah,
2: and then things happen, you know. I mean, and I think I think that's where the skill of rider comes in. Yeah. is It's not so much what happens to you, it's how you react to it on the road. Yep. Uh, there was a biker just went down last week, Orfordville, Wisconsin. Oh. Yep. And uh, 213 going south, yep. ha- Haifman Road. Yep, yep. That road, I mean, bikers, cars, you don't feel it so much. You get on a bike, if that turn's not banked right, you feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you feel it, and that mm-hmm. turn will send you in a direction. Yep. And uh, if you don't know what you're doing or you get into a panic and you start to go into that into that yeah. panic turn, yeah. mm-hmm. your first instinct is to try to turn the bike yourself, right. and we all know what happens when you do that as yep. soon as you do that, it's going to be so pronounced and swing you right out of that turn, and then you're done, and that's what happened to him
4: mm-hmm. well, so
2: you know it's it's inherently dangerous, hey, you know we all do it, uh we make that conscious choice every sure. time. You've been down, I mean, you were down, I saw the pictures, it was pretty bad.
0: Yeah, I've been torn up before.
2: Yeah, I've been down, uh, knock on wood, I did go down in Florida when I was down there back in November, Mm -hmm. but I just want to bring us back if we could, because this is the first time I've seen Vito since uh, the last month of our probationary period. (laughs) Oh, yeah? (laughs) The last month of our probationary period. Now, Dirty and I, for the club, we were the longest hangarounds, I think, in the club.
0: Yeah, we yeah almost a year. Well, all, yeah, I think it was about a year
2: before yeah. we ever even were thought to get the nod to, to come in. And we both came in from two different, completely yeah different different sides of life. But we met mm-hmm. for the first time. I think it was well, we 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 had seen each other. I'd seen you over Doc's wedding. Yeah. Uh, you know, in and out. You know, in passing. But yep. Then we, I, we I saw you there too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I meet you over at bobbleheads, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, this is the guy you'd probably be prospecting." We were like, "Yeah, how you doing? Yep. Yep. Yep." And uh, but the I run into this motherfucker here, and he says, "Yeah, you're in here. Your, he finds out I'm we're in our last uh, month of probation, and he leans over and he goes, "Tank."
3: I hope they make it fucking hurt. <laughs> yep.
2: And I was like, "What a dick."
1: <laughs> yeah, and but you uh, didn't mean it that way, did no, you?
3: No, 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 no. It was, it was, it was all in fun. Um, all the guys that we were riding with, um, every one of them that I had known, mm-hmm. uh, I felt more. I felt more in common with those guys than I had with just random people I hang out with at school or in my personal life. Yeah. And uh, we're just out riding, having fun. And then the next thing I see, I see tank on the side of the road with his pants down by his ankles. Thumbing <laughs> for rides. No, he was right next to me. <laughs> he and, was right next yeah. to me. And, uh, you know, for me, you know, I was just like, you know, cool. You know, it's uh tribism at its best, you know, you yeah. know, earn your stripes, you know, earn your, you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. All in good fun. Actually, well, I
0: think even if you're not in a motorcycle club, you have to prove yourself. Yep. Even if you're independent. Yep. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a a nobody talking to other nobodies at, say, the local biker event.
2: You're talking about a civilian in this world. Right. I mean, mean a citizen, right? Completely
0: fucking a guy that's just yeah. riding motorcycles. If you want to break into a subculture... You have to somewhat prove yourself. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's no way around it. And... Well, you got to get recognized even, like... Well, I mean, yes, it's human nature. Yeah. You know, especially if you're in some sort of, like, a thing where you're at a bar, you know? You're hanging out with your friends, and some guy who looks like you, talks like you, you're kind of sketchy about him. You know, you're kind of Mm -hmm. questioning him, like, oh, is he legit? You know, is he a real person? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, we've all been there, because I met him at a bar. Yep. You know? And uh, we sort of flack to each other, because we were both unique at the time. Yep. You know?
2: Oh, you're both still unique.
0: Well, (laughs) (laughs) at the same point I'm trying to make. Good to go?
2: much better (laughs) i promise not to light myself on fire this time
0: oh if you do you do but um my point is like in the biker culture you got to prove yourself you know what i mean and it's sort of like one of them deals where god i kind of lost my train of thought it's all
2: right it's all right don't worry about it we never really have much train of thought here anyway we just kind
0: of Set the bar low, taper off from there. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean. Well. Dead air. Dead air. Penalty, 10 yards. No. <laughs> I guess my point is like. Yeah. I don't have a point. That's all right. That's all right. I mean, Vito, I like your ride. You got
2: that uh, soft tail. Mm hmm. Stretched. If yes, I, I do.
3: Yep it's a it's a ninety five Softail Heritage,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and um, uh, I put hard bags on it to turn into a pretty much a road king hot rod. Has a six or seven gallon tank on it. Yeah, it's a nice
2: bagger. I think that's a fat bob tanks you got on there. No, no, yours. I think yours are fat boy. I got fat bobs on mine. That's yeah, no, cover.
3: these tanks are like obesity bobs. <laughs> Have
2: you seen the tanks on
3: mine? No. <laughs> Yeah, mine. They're like, I got wide tanks oh, yeah, online.
2: Yeah. It's a, it's a big boy's bike.
3: And uh, um, when I first got the bike, uh, you know, I took it down the docks, and you know, again, just biker culture is just something I've always identified with. Just mm-hmm. as it, well, just a little backstory. So, growing up in Texas, um, yeah, there was. You know, uh, there's always bikers around, you know. Yeah. My mom even had dated a biker for a short time. Um, we'll catch
0: you into bikes. A good question.
3: You know, I tell you what, it, it was this. So, uh, my mom had just had a hard run of just, you know, unfortunately being married to the wrong person. Yeah. So the first That'll person happen. I saw that had treated my mom great. Yeah. And treated me and my sister great. Um was a biker yeah. named Chris, you know. And uh uh black guy had a motorcycle, um, had a little bit of land, had a couple Appaloosas, sure, had had Dovermans. Yeah. And he treated my <laughs> mom great, he treated my sister great. Yeah. And so for me, Superheroes didn't exist. Like Superman didn't exist to me and Batman didn't exist to me. Aquaman didn't exist to me. Um, Bikers were my first introduction to superheroes. No shit. Yeah. So these guys, you know, um, these men of color who were bikers became that to me. They just seemed like cool dudes. And they treated my mom cool and treated us cool. And that was it. Yeah. And that was... This man's identity, but then aside from that, he had been some accountant, head honcho guy for Pepsi. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like a corporate exec type yeah. deal. Uh, you know, I don't even know. But listen, big house, land, yeah. horses. We would go horseback riding. Well to do. Well to do. Right. Live right off of a golf course. Uh-huh. You know. And uh, yeah, it was just it was just really cool, and so. Then, what it really caught my eye because I always hated their bikes, you know, a bunch of more gold wings and stuff like wow. that. And so, even though I thought those guys were cool, I'm like, yeah, I just can't see myself driving that, right? Nobody wants it. Yeah, you wing. don't ride a gold wing, you drive it. There is right. not
0: one kid ever who put a picture of a fucking gold
3: wing up on his bedroom wall. Right. Yeah. I'm right. just saying. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. So, what had happened, they had had like this big party. Yeah. And so. They needed people at the door to collect money and put bracelets on people or whatever it was, right? And this was in, I want to say this was in Balt Springs, Texas. And uh, so all of a sudden, I see this big group of like cholo riding, you know, pretty cool Hispanic dudes, right? Right. And they had the big fishtail pipes and eight-hangered sure. sole cedars. And I was like,
1: oh, wow.
3: Yeah? Right. Oh, yeah. So uh, Chris would come by, you know, check on us, you know, whatever. And And sure. uh, I thought it was just, it was just really cool. Mm-hmm. And so I remember telling him, like, oh, you know, like, I really like their bikes. And he's like, oh, you don't like my bike? And I'm like, oh, I just really like their bikes. <laughs> And they were they were just loud and cool, and I remember um I'm just
2: gonna
0: pause right now. Mm-hmm. Are you pausing
2: i we're I'm not pausing here. I can always cut this out but...
0: <laughs> I'm just waiting Yeah, to I don't know what the fuck just happened by the way, I
2: don't either. well, son of a bitch, look at that the
0: camera died is it plugged in? should, should be. Should be.
2: Yeah, what the hell just happened to your computer, man? I have no idea. Hey, we'll just keep talking, you know, because I got the feed going here. So we've got our, at least our regular feed. Go ahead, man. Nope, continue. it's
0: not plugged in at all. My camera just died your foot and hooked it from My thing. foot did? Yep. Son of a bitch. Yep. Professionals. <laughs>
2: I don't know about that. <laughs> definitely not professionals but we'll call this a pause i don't know what to tell you man Uh, a lot of times i just sort of leave this banter talk in you know it i wouldn't probably not (laughs) this will probably be one of the few times that i actually do pull it out yeah i'm like the producer oh no uh, yeah you're fine
3: we'll just wait for that to boot up we'll wait for that motherfucker
2: to boot back up again we'll pick it up sometimes what i do is i just keep the feed going and and uh, you know, put up a picture, our generic picture of the bikers' lifestyle out there, and we call it a day. But it's not that big of a deal. And well You ready? I'm ready. Yeah, go ahead.
3: Okay, so again, we were uh, collecting tickets and stuff, you know, whatever mm-hmm. at the front. We wasn't really allowed to be like inside the tent, mm-hmm. but we, we could be outside, you know, whatever. And so, you know, young kid, and I was, I was like, no, I, like I really like their bikes, you know, whatever. So. He had known somebody, right? Yeah. And all these guys were patched and whatever. And he showed me around his bike. And I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to end up on this bike. Yeah. This is my bike. Mm -hmm. I want to be the superhero that this man was Mm -hmm. to my mother and my sister.
2: Sure. Yeah, you're going to emulate yourself. Right, exactly.
3: But I want to be on that bike.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, I think as kids, you know. Kids kids are like sponges. You're very impressionable. Mm, you know what I mean? And, you know, it, I know it's not a popular, like, decision or conversation, but men look for role models, mm-hmm. right? We look for uh, something to emulate off of, whether it's, you know, a biker or a superhero. We look for some sort of, like, role model, mm-hmm. you know? And I think uh sometimes in uh present day culture, um bikers can fill that role, mm, mm-hmm.
3: you know what I mean? I one hundred percent agree, so that was something I've always wanted for myself that that was my superman, that was yeah. my Aquaman, that was my thor, that was my predator that well, was because my...
0: bikers are almost like the last cowboys of very, the United States. Very much so. You know what I mean? Yes. We're the yes. last cowboys. Yep. We
3: roam the badlands, yep. you yep. know what I mean? And since the beginning of time, yeah. we've had women bikers. We've had yeah. white bikers, we've had black bikers, um Hispanic. Yep, Hispanic. Yeah, since Japanese. Yep, as soon yeah. as as soon as two wheels were able to be purchased, we had that. Yeah, and right away, I remember thinking, okay, well, there's a difference then. There's something that they're expressing in their bikes that other cultures don't express in their bikes, right? Yeah. So, well, it's personalization. Yep. Ex- yep. Yeah. Yep. One hundred percent. And so, I just remember thinking, okay, yep, I want that particular bike. Yeah. So, same year, Dandy Rogers Elementary School in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. We had to time capsule ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say fourth grade. Okay. So we had the sheet of paper and we, oh, you know, I'm Vito and blah blah, and I live here <laughs> and I go to Daniel Rogers Elementary yeah. and you know just a bunch of stuff like you fill in the blanks, you know, whatever. And so I want to say it was question five or six, and it was what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh-huh. Right. The night before, oh, this, is no, this is no bullshit. The night before, I didn't know what I wanted to put. Right. Mm-hmm. I just knew where we lived on Lover's Lane in Dallas mm-hmm. that I had about a three-block walk to school the next morning, and <laughs> I needed to get this done. Right on. So, you know, you walk to school with your friends, and, uh, you know, hey, what'd you put, nah, 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 you know, whatever, and I'm just nervous. Well, you had to go in front of class yeah. and say, you know, or you have to read your thing out in front of the class, you know, fourth grade. And I remember being nervous, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said my spiel. I skipped over that. My teacher, Mrs. Blackman, uh, yep. comes up to me and she's like, "Well, you didn't read, you know, the whole thing." She's standing up next to me. She 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 looks at what I have for that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like I filled in some of the blank, and then I wrote over the top of it, right? Right. On. And so it was, you know, okay. Well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And on my grandmother's life, this is what I put. I want to ride loud motorcycles <laughs> and kiss pretty girls. Yeah, right on. And she was tickled by it, you know, standing over me looking. Classmates like my buds were like, "Oh, you know," because people were like, "Oh, I want to, I want to play for the Cowboys, or I want to be a rancher, or I want to be a bull rider, or I want to be an astronaut, or, I want to be a pilot." Um, but that's what I want it to be. Well, I mean, you know, I mean,
0: you know. <sighs> motorcycles are an aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we all get into this lifestyle for the love of motorcycles, but if it wasn't for the fact that you get laid while you do it, all right. it wouldn't be alluring. All right. You know what I mean? All right. Like, when you're a young man, you know, adolescent, you know, high school, it's or. hard
2: not to notice that the guys that ride motorcycles get a lot of pussy.
0: Well, you know, a lot of pipes get pussy. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those deals where at certain points in your life you have certain priorities. Right? You know, if you go out of your way to uh, you know, earn money you're this person. Or if you go out of your way to earn ladies' attention. Whether it's you know, for whatever reason. The point is, is that there's a reason for it. You know what I mean? Like, we all get into this lifestyle for a reason. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, personal, I don't know, growth. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I think, like, In this culture that we live in, whether it be, well, let's let's call it like it is, American culture or uh, male American culture, you want to be a man, Mm -hmm. right? And it's hard these days to say what a man is because there's sort of this culture shift where men are, you know, toxic masculinity is fucking, you know, a four-letter word. The
2: pussification of the American male.
0: Right. I hear what you're saying. I'm trying to dance around this subject, but fuck it, say it. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> but like, it it's hard to say what a man is, right? You know, yeah, nowadays, you look at yeah. you look at our uh, our friend Vio here. He's got you know all the makings of a hipster or whatever because of the hair or the man bun. But that's not how it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, samurais had a man bun, quote, unquote. You know what I mean? It's like, as a biker, you live your life to a certain code, Mm -hmm. right? You know, you take care of each other. You look after each other. You do things that help one another, yet you're independent, Mm -hmm. right? Because being a biker is being independent, Right? Mm-hmm. I can, you know, fend for myself. I can, you know, do what I want. Whatever the fuck it is, right? And I guess the point I'm trying to make is being a biker might be the last bastion of masculinity. Right?
2: One of very few, that's for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I agree with that. You know, I mean <sighs> the culture of being a biker is is rogue and community at the exact same time Mm -hmm. you know you try to exit society as far as the norm goes you know i'm gonna do what i want i'm gonna you know this this whole array of i'm going to uh crash the norms Mm -hmm. right i'm not gonna get married i'm gonna fucking live my life this fucking you know Reckless rogue, who's romanticized in pop culture. I'll be dead by the time I'm thirty. Exactly. You know what I mean? I didn't die.
2: I didn't die at forty either. I didn't die at fifty. What the fuck?
0: Exactly. You know, there's a lot of (laughs) graybeards that don't expect (laughs) to be alive right now, right? You know what I mean? You know, and it's like, it's 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 sort of weird because I don't know of any other culture that's like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sitting here. I would say sailors. A sailor, yeah. Not boaters,
2: military. not boaters. So you're not talking boaters, merchant marines is what you're talking
3: about. Not boaters, but sailors. A guy that can pitch a sail and yeah. take off Sure. Across well, the well
0: ocean. let's just fucking call it like about it is. That and fighters. Like, fighters. I
3: would say fighters would also fit that, too. Yeah, fighters, absolutely. Yep. MMA, but, Muay Thai, all those guys.
0: Well, yeah, but if you look at it, if you look at uh, American pop culture, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're watching this... If you're listening to this, you're immersed in American pop culture, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because I don't know any other way, right? A lot of the world looks at America for their pop culture, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Well, they've
2: embraced so
0: much of it. And let's be realistic here, since we're sitting, who we're sitting with, uh, black culture has uh, influenced pop culture worldwide more than any other culture. Sure sure enough. I mean, Mm -hmm. Let's just call it like it is. Yep. I mean, we look at the, uh, the average person and uh, try to figure out what's cool, right? And mm-hmm. black culture is considered, quote-unquote, cool, mm-hmm. right? So, regardless. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is, like, in today's culture, 2020, right, you have, like, the PC culture, right, the woke culture, mm-hmm. culture, culture, fuck can't talk but you look at like the pc culture where everybody's equal nobody's fucking better than anybody else but that's not realistic right we can all agree to that not everybody's equal right everybody's got their benefits everybody's got their faults mm-hmm. right i think for biker culture we look at ourselves as rogue independence at the same time we also look at community, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. We won't look at another biker on the side of the road and think, well, fuck him, Mm -hmm. right? We'll stop and help him, right? We'll uh, look at a guy who rides a motorcycle as a brother versus a guy who rides a motorcycle as just another asshole stranger, right? We always uh, consider ourselves this uh, elite or, I don't know, how do you say it? Like, we're elite. Yet, at the exact same time, we consider ourselves equal, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Most bikers don't have an ego when it comes to other bikers, right? right? We won't compare ourselves to other bikers as better or worse. Mm -hmm. We'll always say, oh, he's a biker, I'm a biker, yada, yada, yada. Maybe we'll look at each other as better than, like, say, the regular population that doesn't ride a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. But we won't, like, I don't know, compare ourselves to... oh. (laughs) All right, warrior culture, mm-hmm. right? You look at warrior culture as in, this is your creed, and if you believe in the same creed, I consider you an equal, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go to a bar or whatever, online, social media, and you consider this guy a biker, you consider him an equal, right? Mm-hmm. You look at a guy who doesn't ride a motorcycle or a woman who doesn't ride a motorcycle, or you look at you know, pop culture in general, you almost, as a biker, consider yourself somewhat ahead, Mm -hmm. right? Because as a biker, you're out there in the wind, right? Say you're one of those guys that ride state to state, or you're one of those guys that ride cross country. You're this rogue, somehow, I don't know, what do you call it, excerpt of American, you know, uh, what do you call it uh history that doesn't exist anymore because the average american yeah americana right you're you're one of these guys that i roam the badlands i fucking travel i roam adventure whatever you want to call it right bikers are the last ones that still do that right Mm -hmm. so a biker almost considers himself above anybody who doesn't do that because we can't really consider uh, an average American who just, I stay in my area, I raise my family, I go to work, yada, 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 mm-hmm. right? They're not adventurers, right? True. Bikers True. consider themselves as adventurers Yep. It, in any any form of the word. Like, we're adventurers, mm-hmm. right? So what's strange is, is that, you know, it's kind of weird. You know, I, I kind of, when I started thinking about these sort of things, I sort of think to myself, here we are. Right, three guys on a podcast talking about biker culture talking about this, that, and the other thing and this whole podcast exists for the pure and simple fact of trying to dissect what a biker thinks point of view whether it's well, yeah, point of view uh,
2: we're human You're, we're humanizing we're bikers human. to the rest of people
0: exactly yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it's like we're all on social media these days Name a social media site, you're on it, right? We all have smartphones, right? We're all trying to figure out what's what, right? And I think what I'm trying to say is this podcast exists to get a perspective from everybody who rides a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest, at the end of the day, if you want to talk about the Rogue, the cowboy, the romanticized you know quote unquote rebel it's bikers,, mm-hmm. so that's what we're here to do to discuss biker topics,
2: yeah that is what we're here to do, that's for sure. we've been doing a lot of that, I mean, this is what episode twelve, I think it is
3: I don't even know some
2: shit <laughs> i don't I don't know man I mean
3: you know you find even people of beyond resources and means that we could even dream about even wanting to adopt it into their own lives mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves Who? Uh, Keanu Reeves oh yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, owns a motorcycle company that Arch Motorcycles yeah Arch. Arch Arch yep okay. Arch um, Brad Pitt yep uh, Jason Momoa yep um, even uh, George Clooney he had been an Indian guy for a long time mm-hmm. uh, Pink and her husband you know big time biker people but yeah. you find people who also want to adopt not only that way of life but that way of thinking yeah that independent thinking that hey i kind of see these things for what they are mm-hmm. and i i want to align myself with other independent thinking people sure period and so so yeah so biker culture it is affected uh biker culture is just as american as hamburger and fries. Yeah.
2: Well, it it's it was born in america, the biker culture. Yep.
3: Biker culture is just as american as tex-mex. Oh, yeah. Biker culture is just as american as uh the flag in which we salute. Mhm. Um so yeah, that that is something that um it will never go away. We will always need bikers to uh, solidify solidify mm-hmm. right our americana yeah, um nothing does that more what's well, that roaming freedom right exactly, exactly exactly, and nothing more nothing exemplifies that more than just getting on a bike and taking off, yeah, I think there is no like. You know, people are, oh, you know, like, I remember seeing on Facebook, you know, a few weeks back, you know, well, is it okay to ride a motorcycle and this, that, and the other, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, all this other stuff because of the whole COVID, yeah. or COVID-19, or what I call SARS-CoV-2. Um, That's what everybody calls it. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Science brand, right? Science. but Science, bitch. But what's so great about it is that, yes, we don't have the places to travel to, you know, our, our, our bars and our yeah. fundraisers and clubhouses and, you know, whatever. Um, but we still have the freedom to get on our bike and just go. Even if all it is we go and we turn around and come back. Yeah. We have that freedom to still see the world. Here's even the thing. as it is now. Here's the thing.
0: I... Uh... I haven't been able to ride since this whole COVID thing took off. Mm-hmm. My Half my motor is sitting in the machine shop right now because shit breaks. Mm-hmm. But when I think about riding I think about, like, what I miss, it's not going to bars. It's not, you know, getting drunk and hanging out with people. It's that fucking point where you're on a fucking highway, and mm-hmm. you look to your left, you look to your right, and you're enjoying the scenery, right? Yep. Whether you're riding through the fucking – Smoky mountains where you're riding through the fucking, you know, rocky mountains. Mm -hmm. It doesn't fucking matter. You're in the wind. Mm -hmm. You're in nature. Mm -hmm. You're 100%, you know, engulfed Mm -hmm. in the environment that Mm -hmm. you are in. You know what I mean? Because when you're on a motorcycle, it's visceral, right? Yeah. If it's cold, you're cold. If it's fucking hot, you're hot. If If there's a dead animal on the
2: road, you're going to smell it. Exactly. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And riding a motorcycle is 100% that. You are 100% in touch with your surroundings. Yep. Whether it's, you know, XYZ, you're XYZ, Mm -hmm. right? So my point is the whole motorcycle culture, right, is divided by two different groups, the ones that pretend and the ones that are it. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you're either real or you're not it's a state of mind man it's a state of mind it is right and i say that because i'm trying to get to my next point because it's off the rails it's off the rails a little bit but my next point is this on the social media machine that we are all on right now because regardless of how you're viewing this podcast whether it's you know, Google Play, Apple Tunes, YouTube, whatever, it's social media, right? Mm -hmm. Regardless of how you're viewing this, you're viewing it because you find it interesting. And on a social media machine, there is this huge argument of what's real and what's not, right?
2: Are you on our Biker's Lifestyle uh, Facebook page? I don't think
3: I am. A smart man. You even son though I'm a bitch. Even though I follow you guys. I come
2: in on our on our show and you have that on, our, on our. That's fine. you But I've seen the so videos. Oh well, that's different. We've got yeah. a we've got a Facebook page. Probably. We have
0: a Facebook page called The Biker's Lifestyle that yeah. I sort of relatively took over. Okay. Back in the day, and it's basically chicks and thongs. Okay. Right. Well, now. that's what it's turned okay. into. It's yeah. turned into that. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure. But that's what they want. Bikers like half-naked women. I know, right? That's weird. Uh, huh. But um, <laughs> who knew? <laughs> <laughs> who knew? <laughs> who knew? Who knew? But, anyways, my point is—is is this, like, we all like—I don't know. On social media, we uh, we go after each other sometimes, mm-hmm. right? What's a real biker? Oh you know, my God, yeah. do you ride a Harley? Do you ride a Jap bike? Do you ride whatever? You know, what's a real biker? I think, and I don't know. I'm going to pose this question. In my personal opinion, a real biker is somebody who rides a motorcycle because they enjoy the ride. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by enjoy the ride, which gets watered down sometimes, but enjoying the ride is enjoying being alive. Mm -hmm. Enjoy being a human being who is doing something that's considered risky, right? Like. You talk to somebody who doesn't ride about motorcycles, and they say, wasn't well, it dangerous? Don't right. you feel like you're and do, you I, do you know what
2: I do when somebody says that to what's me? What's that? They say, you know, it's dangerous. And I go, it's dangerous? Yeah, right. Oh, my God, I didn't know. Do you wear helmets? I'm stopping yeah.
3: right
0: now. Yeah, right. Do you yeah. wear
3: all the gear all the right. time? No. This is donor season, you know. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Fuck off. But, you know, it's, it's the whole point of what's a real biker? And I pose this question to both of you to be honest with you and already know your answer, but I want to know Vito's answer <laughs> because I feel you two could banter back and forth because I almost feel like the, the, like, Oh, what do you call it? The, the, the medi- oh, god damn it fucking mediator. With the, yes. The mediator of this whole situation. Cause I'm sort of like in between the age bracket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, what is a real biker? What do you consider, like, you know, you got white, you got black, you got old, you got young, because you look at this subculture of motorcycle enthusiasts, and it means different things to different people, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you see a guy who's in his 60s, 70s, says, if you don't ride a fucking Harley, you're not a real fucking biker. Maybe in a sense, in his reality, that's true. Because back in 1962, if you rode a fucking Honda, you rode a Honda fucking dream, and you weren't riding across the country in a fucking Honda goddamn dream. Yeah, like right? You know what I mean? Twenty-five
2: CCs for crying out loud. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I rode but, one actually. And here in 2020, <laughs> <a> high school. <laughs> and
0: here in 2020, you can absolutely fucking ride a goddamn you know, Yamaha fucking Road Warrior across the country. You can 100 yep. percent do that. Yep. So brand, it's a nice bike. Yeah, brand, whatever, doesn't fucking matter these days. You know what I'm saying? So what's a real biker? What and is I will pose this biker? question to our guest, the very powerful Mr. Vito. What do you consider a real biker?
3: You know, I don't know if I'm qualified enough to Who is? say what's a real biker.
0: But you ride, who a you right. ride a motorcycle? You ride a motorcycle. You're, not, you're right. a human being. You qualify. Just, what's your opinion? There's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. I. You know what?
3: Um... I would think a real biker would be a guy who looks forward to every opportunity to getting on their bike, riding, be it through a city or back roads or sure whatever it is, to identify with that independent thought, that independent thinking, to, right. it, to be able to turn the volume down in your head that's bombarded by social media and commercialism and capitalism and all this stuff. Oh, well, it's a lever of freedom. Right. right. To be able to re- identify with yourself. Right. On. Period. To be able to separate yourself from all these moving parts, be it fictitious, w- whatever it is. Right. On. But to be able to separate yourself from that. And to give you a true reflection of who you are. I think motorcyclists, bikers, whatever we use, um, it gives you an opportunity to take that reflection that you see in the mirror mm-hmm. and then be able to put it out in front of you Sure. and wheel right towards it as fast as you want. Yeah. And just to stay in that line of thought, I think uh, to be a biker, you it has to serve you as uh, working man's therapy or poor man's therapy. Well, yeah, I mean, it is it is something that brings you closer to the person that you want to be.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's and it goes back to what we were saying, you know, the the whole biker lifestyle is almost compared to you know the the wild west Mm -hmm. right that whole independent free thinker who is his own man and he rides his whatever horse motorcycle whatever he's just independent he's out on his own Mm -hmm. he's this man of men or Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck you want to say he's this this guy who's you know all that is man
4: Mm -hmm.
0: and i think like when you think of a biker, you think of a guy who's self-reliant. Yep. You think of a guy who's, you know, this uh, jack of all trades, mm-hmm. right? You know, he can hunt, he can fish, and he can yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. He can take care of himself. He can defend himself. But what I'm getting at is when I say what's a real biker is because in today's society, we don't know what a man is Correct. sometimes, right? Right. We don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could sit here and say that a man is a guy who can uh, hammer a nail or twist a wrench. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's not true in some circles, right? Because we all know guys who consider themselves bikers that take their bikes to dealerships or Mm -hmm. other service shops Mm -hmm. to get their oil changed, Mm. to get their fucking tires fixed. That's Mm -hmm. what works for them. Right. And do we say they're not real bikers? I don't know.
3: You know what I mean? You know, I will say this. You know, I'm I'm that guy that takes my bike to a shop. Sure, you know, and uh, I don't fault you for it. By right. the way, you know, uh, uh, you know, my shop of choice um, originally had been Docs, mm-hmm. um, and then he moved on to better things, uh, the bar sure know, industry, and then uh, you know, my shop of choice now is Rock County Cycles. Okay, and uh great guys yeah great guys yeah i don't feel ashamed that like right now i uh i, I have a bike mm-hmm. that uh i have handlebars on it mm-hmm. and my mirrors are sticking above the handlebars, <laughs> <laughs> and i have big 20 inch ape hanger handlebars right on, right, right on. now couldn't i take a wrench and flip those around sure yeah sure yeah uh, but i am waiting for these sons of guns to have a small blink of time to do it for me. Right. right? Do I consider myself any less of a biker because I'm not doing that? No, no, no. Um, uh, something I do enjoy, you know, people, you know, because of my stature or what I look like, uh, my color demographic, what I enjoy the most is if I'm dressed, as a biker per se, mm-hmm. and I do something like hold the door open for someone going into a store. Right on. Or if I see someone uh, struggling, getting some bags into some place, yeah. hey, can I help you? Or, hell, last summer, I rode my bike to, uh, it's called The Ideal in Madison, and guy was carrying a box. And he was struggling. It was hotter than it was hotter than sin outside. He was struggling. Yeah. And here I am, vest. Yeah. Cut off shirt. Yeah. Ripped jeans. Hardcore. Biker boots. Biker. Know, bracelets and rings and you know all that stuff. And you know to run up to a guy like that and you know older white man. Yeah. You know and say hey. How much further do you need to go? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm just taking a rest. And to be able to take his box from him and say, hey, I'll walk you to where you need to go, period, you know. And for this man to look at me and just kind of have this like, oh, wow, you know. And and then for some odd reason, who probably has no interest in bikes, now wants to talk about motors. Well, what do you ride and how do you like it and do you wear a helmet, whatever. You know, I like the opportunity to be able to have those things to – spread that to other people that might associate bikers with something else. Yeah. Something, some fantasized thing that might only exist in the one percenters. Right. Well, I mean, I think of it.
0: I don't know. I'm not putting words in anybody's mouth, but the way I interpret this whole conversation is that being a biker isn't stereotypical. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no, I see things on social media, you know, the biker code. Mm-hmm. Or
2: I've never seen that
0: motherfucker, have you? What's that?
2: The the actual code written down. Do you get that like at the Harley dealer when you buy the right, first right. 83 or yeah, three what is that? Or, I don't know. I've never I've
0: never been no. I've never been an But MVP it's referenced member. all the time, yeah. the biker code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't know what that is. I, I I mean I do what I don't. Look. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. Be a man. Be a woman. There right? You go. Be a fucking Do what's right. Have right. fucking integrity. Do what's
2: right. Have integrity and do what's right.
0: Have fucking integrity. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know why does a motorcycle motor oh, can't talk? Why does a motorcycle club culture or the motorcycle enthusiast or a motorcycle whatever the fuck you want to call it follow a certain type of uh, culture or demographic?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's because it's all about integrity. Yep. It's all about being true to yourself, mm-hmm. true to other people, right? You want to say you uh, ride across the country and you're a nomad or you're uh, some sort of uh, hardcore rebel, fine. You can say that, but fucking be it. Yeah. Right? You better live You know it. what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't give a shit. Black, white, green. doesn't fucking matter. Be who you are. If you are who you are, then fucking live it, right? Uh,
2: what you're talking about is a is mud check.
0: Yeah, show class. Show right? class. At the show. end of the fucking day, show fucking goddamn class. That's right. Right? If you're going to fucking talk a talk, back it up. Yeah. Right? And I'm sitting here in a situation where we're trying to do a podcast about bikers. Right? And I 100% agree with myself that you, him we're all fucking real, right? Mm -hmm. We're all who we are, and we live it, right? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put somebody on this podcast who I thought was fake, right? Who I thought was phony, right? right? And that's the whole biker culture, right? Is be yourself, do yourself, and, you know, the rest will fall into place, right?
2: right? Well, say what you say, mean what you say, Uh, I think a lot of times – People get caught up when they talk to a biker and they realize that that's where the shit stops. Well... Mm. Because I've never met a group of people more that will call you out in your bullshit right then and there because... Not because they want to be an asshole. It's because they just want... They want it real.
0: Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's... You know, the culture in itself is almost its own problem because we put a standard on ourselves. Like, if you don't ride X amount of miles a year, you're not considered a real biker. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. And there's so many different variables on what can cause a person to ride X amount of miles versus X amount of miles. You know what I mean? And it's like, just be yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? This whole culture of riding motorcycles, and I don't care if it's fucking an R1 or a soft tail. I don't care if it's a fucking, you know, victory jackpot or if it's a fucking Indian chieftain, right? The end of the fucking day, just be yourself, Yep. right? If you like what you like, then like it. If you want to fucking do this, then do that. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Just be yourself. Just be yourself, man. And at the end of the fucking day, this whole podcast, this whole culture is be yourself. Be true to yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't lie to yourself and don't lie to others about who you are. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that is what it is. is Right? Don't lie. Don't don't pretend yes or uh what yes no maybe do i want more first of all let's acknowledge what kind of scotch that is because we don't have any sponsors because we're kind of broke dick motherfuckers (laughs) but let's acknowledge although we'll take
2: them purell
3: purell let's go ahead and purell real quick sundrop uh duncan taylor from um uh total wine in madison duncan taylor Duncan Taylor uh, scotch, blended scotch. It's uh, a blended
2: whiskey from Scotland, and I think it's a Lowlands yep. blend. If anybody goes. knows it's
0: anybody from the Duncan Taylor group, uh, we support them because uh, it's, it's fucking good. It, Man, it is
3: more uh, than good.
2: I wish I still drank.
3: <laughs> I would I would liken this particular scotch to holy water. Mm. Right on, man. Only those that are pure.
4: <laughs> <the juice> <laughs> <laughs> Anyways...
3: Well,
2: we got to start wrapping things up. We do really got to wrap things up. We've got a couple of things we always like to do. Uh, One question we always ask. All right. By yourself, two people in a group, how do you like to ride?
3: I don't give a shit. As long as I can ride. That's
2: the best answer I ever heard right there.
3: Best ever. Yep. I don't. I don't. As long as I can ride. As long as I have a few bucks in my pocket to dump in a tank and buy a snack or a coffee at at a gas station i don't give a shit as long as i can ride
2: right on that's actually yeah. very very true i mean yeah it's, i mean it's yeah it's what keeps me sane i can't i gotta tell you i this was the first winter i didn't go stir crazy and why because i had a bike sitting outside mm-hmm. my black victory mm-hmm. in florida and i could just get on that and go yep. yeah it i mean was that's nice it yeah was nice i mean to be it, able to it, do
0: it at the end of the fucking day the biker is only happy when he's on his bike. That's true. You yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everything else is stupid. It's just mm-hmm.
2: waiting to ride
0: your bike, yep. right?
2: Yeah, I tell you I love that you know that that uh, anticipation you get like the night before you're going to go on a ride, and mm. I can't yeah. even sleep sometimes. Yeah, you know because I'm going through all the stuff that we're going to do, and I'm getting ready to go, and
0: mm-hmm. I, I just love it, man. Yep. I, I, I I can't well, tell that's you. That's just it. I mean, I've I have I have lived a life of uh, we've been blessed.
2: Yeah. We've been
0: blessed yeah. to be able to live this way. You have I a mean, motorcycle,
3: you're blessed. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I mean that's just it. I mean it's it's like I have done a lot of things in my life, you know, whether it's, you know, racing cars, playing sports, whatever, you know. I've I've always tried to find myself in a situation where I'm, you know, pushing myself. You know what I mean? Mhm. And I I got into motorcycles for the pure and simple fact that I thought they were cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I thought, oh, that looks cool. I'm gonna do that, and then I did it, and it was like un un unlike anything else I've ever done. First time
2: I ever got one when I was nine. I was like, hey, this is for me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it's it's unlike anything else. Yeah. You know, and I know it sounds fucking dumb and cliche, but
1: I don't care. It, it is what it is. You know, <laughs> I don't it's really don't it's,
0: care. it's completely fucking unreal when you are on two wheels, jamming on a fucking highway at a high rate of speed. And you're in the mixed with cagers that are in, you know, two tons of fucking steel and they're barely paying attention. They're on their phones they're eating sandwiches, whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck you want to say, you know, and you're just fucking on this fucking thing. And you're vulnerable. Right. Yeah. And you're free and you're in the zone. It's it's unlike any other experience you're going to fucking have. Mm -hmm. let me know uh,
2: if i could just relate just something that happened to me in in florida okay um you're not aware of this but dirty definitely is my dad died in in february Mm -hmm. um hell of a man he yeah he was Mm -hmm. he was he he never really and he never really embraced my motorcycle lifestyle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. towards the end he did and he was starting to ask a lot of questions and stuff and you know there i am riding down a Florida Road all by myself. i just come from talking to a friend, and I'm just kind of tooling around, you know, and the palm trees are lined up there. Sure. And I was thinking about my dad, and uh, sometimes I'll just talk to him. Yeah. So I'm just talking out loud to him, and I say, hey, Dad, you know, here, here's what I like. This is what I like about it. Mm-hmm. You know, come enjoy and, and enjoy the freedom I got on this road right now. Mm-hmm. And a voice popped inside my head. I'm not, I'm not shitting you. A little voice popped in my head and said, yeah, I can see what you like about this. Mm-hmm. you know i can see what you like mm-hmm. about this and, and it was like yeah he's dead now and maybe that's just my brain trying to come to terms with it but you know he was with me right then and there
4: mm-hmm.
2: and that was that was that was a big thing for me it was, it was pretty cool i got i got chills i got chills when it happened to me i had a tear well up in my eye when i was thinking about it you know dad uh didn't like to take a lot of chances like that i was always the opposite of him running fucking full goose bozo head first into whatever i came along yeah but uh that was a nice thing for me. It was a good spiritual moment. And that's, you know, I got two brothers, both ministers, and uh I've said to him many, many times before, I would rather be on my motorcycle riding thinking about God than sitting in church thinking about riding mm. my motorcycle.
3: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I will you know what? Um let's let's agree upon this too. One of the We best agreed on a
2: lot here today, actually. Less- <laughs> And yet,
3: are we singing Kumbaya? For right, this or? right. And yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't fucking holding hands with. What a great example <laughs> of Americana than us three sitting here yeah. talking about this? Yeah, yeah, right, no shit. Like, didn't. like the ideology of what America is supposed to be—freedom
2: to rap about. This, this is man. no.
3: This yeah. is the. This is one of the best examples of that. I mean, right on, man. Yeah. I couldn't agree more.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you see so much fucking bullshit on the fucking internet or mm-hmm. whatever about every this this fucking social divide right you know what you're i mean You're this party you're that party you're oh this, i'm a republican you're you're every, that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. quit right.
2: giving it life people yeah, yeah it's like dude, feeding look, it
0: man look at the end of the fucking day i'm down with motherfuckers that are down with me mm-hmm. right exactly. you fuck with me i fuck with you right that's that's it Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. You voted for Obama. You voted for Trump. I don't give a flying fuck who you voted for. Right. Do you think I'm cool? Okay, cool. Then I think you're cool.
3: Yeah. You know I, what I mean? One of the one of the biggest blessings being a biker, however we call it.
0: And <laughs> hey, what's a biker these getting, days? Getting
3: lost. Yeah. Getting lost. Yeah. I don't think there's nothing cooler than just getting lost. I yeah. never
2: I had never been lost on a motorcycle, Vito. Yeah. But I've, I've been some places I'd never been before, and gone. Where <laughs> the fuck am I? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and what a motorcycle does—it gives you that opportunity to just process and download oh, your environment. I can't tell you, regardless of wherever you're at.
2: I, I, you, you hit the nail right on the head. We're gonna wrap things up, and I'm, we're gonna. This is where we always give our guests the opportunity to give their parting words of wisdom. Now, you know, Gopher. Yes. And Gopher's go go words of wisdom were, uh, don't be a douchebag. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we had Mongo. It was, uh, always stay
3: true to you. No, never
2: forget where you came from.
4: Yeah. Right.
3: And so, you uh, know. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um, two things. One, when a person expresses their opinion mm-hmm. on anything, let's keep in mind that their opinion is limited to their life experiences. Mm. That their opinion is limited to how far out their kitty litter box reaches. <laughs> mm. Okay. So even though it might not be one that you align yourself with, mm-hmm. just to have that understanding. Yeah, right? And then a the second thing I would say to that is let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean shit. My my bike will be down off the stand probably tomorrow, I would imagine. Uh, do you have a bench press, by the way?
0: A bench press? You have,
2: a, you have a, a press.
0: You mean a drill press?
2: No, no, no. A bench press. I need to press. I got to press a part.
0: Oh, oh, no, I do not. A shot press. Yeah. No, I do not. Chop does. I'll give him a call. Well, then you should. I got to
2: pull that part off and repress in. But my bike will be be down and uh, and on the road by this weekend so mm-hmm. you know hell i mean you know where we're at yeah
1: all right you know, awesome i am i am, mean, you, you I am at follow the, us on
2: social media just i you know, will say this me, man follow and it social will not media. end
3: up on this but if you guys see me this weekend i have a grand surprise for you
0: really uh-huh. oh yeah
3: oh well i'm in oh. suspense believe me it isn't a wow I promise you that.
2: Well, that wasn't too cryptic way to end the show, was it? <laughs> I don't know. I I
0: think Vito just said he bought a Goldwing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goldwing Huge trike. surprise. You just want to see it. Huge. But surprise. you know, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to sort of step in here. You know, this 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 podcast has been uh I don't want to say uh I don't want I want to say a dream. But it's been um it's been one of those things where I kind of I kind of hoped it would go, mm-hmm. you know, where we can all share like different points of view right. and we can all learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like this whole world, you know, it's, it's COVID-19 world right now. Yep. Right. It's April 22nd, 2020. Right. Because we're going to put this on the internet and we don't know where it's going to end up come the future. Right. right. Somebody from, you know, 40 years from now, can we listen to this and be like, what were they thinking about? This is what we're thinking about yeah. right now, here, here and go. now. It's a right? Place of life, brother. We're all mm-hmm. equal, right? Black, white, green, doesn't fucking matter. Our man, bones right?
2: are all white <laughs> under, right. underneath it all, man.
0: At the end of the day, bleed red. the timeline fucking goes to zero, yep. right? Yeah. So I'm going to say this. I have only been in this uh, biker culture to the full extent, a short period of time, right? I've lived my life, I don't want to say excluded from society, but almost um, anti-society. I used to say I'm pro-anti, right? That's a punk rock band, by the way. There's a thing in there. Anyways, we'll get to that later. But only (laughs) recently, in the past five years or so, I have uh, accepted other people. You know what I mean? Mhm.
2: Well, you were you were getting a little out of your comfort zone there when you you joined the club.
0: When I joined the club, uh, like before I joined this club that we're in right now, mhm I thought motorcycle clubs were the dumbest thing on fucking earth.
2: Neither mm. of us had any intention of joining the club at the point in time when we joined. It None just sort whatsoever. Of, it just sort of happened. I remember.
0: I would see that shit and be like, why the fuck would yeah. I want to join something that has more rules? But you know, we found you this know what same I mean?
2: group of deranged motherfuckers that were kind of like us. It's, the, and that's
0: what I'm getting at. It's like you know our brothers. Yep, I mean we're well, a I, I look at I look at Brother Tank here as a guy who's I don't know, what, fifteen years my senior?
2: yeah you're 42 i'm, I'm 41 gonna be, i'm gonna be 41 i'm gonna be 58 so that's yeah,
0: 17 years 17 years and you're damn you look good for is anything i love wow. you wow that's so awesome yeah 58. i am i'm literally looking I have... at two people that are you sexual thought, yeah. fucking <laughs> epitomes of the biker lifestyle
3: Listen, right now in front of me i have to assume okay is as, like i would have thought mid-40s i no bullshit i don't need to shine you on no so i, I have to assume Vito one is a good things, liar no. <laughs> Rather one or two things you're part black because black doesn't crack <laughs> or you're a vampire I, it just or or Laotian or something yeah you look good for pushing 60 holy shit wow yeah
2: well thank you I appreciate wow. that man a year ago he probably wouldn't have said that I mean I, I I've had some medical issues and I've yep. been coming back to life you have
0: you have you have I don't know improved leaps and bounds leaps and bounds yeah. leaps and bounds yep
4: yeah.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh,
0: yeah. God damn it. There's so much love in this room right now. It's... I know. We are going to be singing Goose Kumbaya pipples. pretty soon. It's the man bun. It does it. It's man bun. It's it a man bun. It does it. Hey, it works for God you, though. It's it. a good look, man. I appreciate you know? it. Dr. And a handlebar mustache. The ha- you got it? You know, a the handlebar mustache. mustache. I wasn't going to bring it up, but you have a handlebar mustache and a man bun at the exact same time. Hey, I'm just saying. Hey. You Let's drink some more of your fancy whiskey. Well, Call me call me Captain, <laughs> Captain Black Sparrow
3: if you need, but yeah. Well,
2: I'll tell you what, Vito, we're, we're going to do these with repetition now. We, our viewers, they're, they've been they've been wanting it. Well,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know what our viewers want. Our viewer. Well, we, I think we're up to eight. All, all six of them. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> we got a, we got a few God damn it. But uh,
4: I, you know, I kinda like got, we kind of got
0: off point. I was trying to make a point. Here's my point. This whole fucking podcast is to demonstrate that it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter where you come from as long as you ride two wheels and you love the fact that you ride two wheels Mm -hmm. you're part of it that's right right that's right there's this culture that is you know motorcycle slash club slash independent based you know because it's almost two separate genres you know Mm -hmm. if you're a motorcycle club you belong to this group if you're independent you belong to this group it doesn't fucking matter you know you ride a motorcycle you're in for you're you're in you're into it for the exact same fucking reason, yeah. which is the love of the road, mm-hmm. the love of adventure, mm-hmm. the love of experience, whatever doesn't fucking matter. You're in for the exact same fucking reason. I don't give a shit how you slice it. I don't care how long this podcast goes. The point is, I don't either. <laughs> Actually, at this point in time, we're we're, we're going to
2: be eclipsed in two hours.
0: I don't give a fuck. Sense. Let it be two right. hours. I don't even fucking it's care. It's important. Yeah. This, this a is a important. We're changing the world. Yes, you know, yeah, I, fucking a. I, I swear to God, when I said that when I started this podcast, I envisioned you as a guest. Mm-hmm. I meant that, and here's why. Because, and I don't care. I don't care how many people are still watching this because this it's going on for a while. And I don't know how the intention span of our audience mm. goes. We'll
2: probably but do some editing
0: on this one. I don't give a shit.
2: I don't care, really. <laughs> but I'm going to say
0: this for the pure and simple fact of the people that are in this room, right? Him and you were a huge influence on my life, like just in general. Right, I know I'm getting deep. I know I'm getting weird, yeah, I, and <laughs> I know, but I this ain't no
2: shock to me. We talk. Yeah, about I, I, I know. I, know. I but, don't even know if I deserve that credit. Like you, like take I it, find you it.
3: to be a damn good not man, not woman, not what person, a damn good person. Well, I appreciate it, yeah. and I'm gonna say this,
0: but like I'm gonna tell a story. I'm gonna make it super quick because our producer tank here is gonna freak out I if it so goes too long computer to stop again. <laughs> we're good to go but it's still recording we can see the fucking hey, dot, right dot right no shit the dot's going man Right on. here's the thing i don't know if you remember this but i do and i think about this a lot we were in madison mm-hmm. outside of a cigar bar mm-hmm. there was a guy with a silver honda i want to say shadow oh you remember him Yes. okay and we're in this like yeah. roped off area. Yep, at Maduro's. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there was a good there name was a, for a
3: cigar bar. Yeah, that's a good cigar bar. Right. On. We
0: were in there, and there was a uh, a young woman. Shout out to
3: Greg from
0: Maduro's.
2: Greg, we like you. Yeah, yeah. we love Greg. Some cigars yeah. our way, and we'll advertise for <laughs> you, brother. The bikers' lifestyle <laughs> in Madison.
0: You need a cigar. That's right. Tank loves Maduro's. Maduro's. Yep. I remember that though. Yep. The official non-official cigar bar <laughs> of the Biker's Lifestyle podcast. But um there was this there was this uh, this woman and uh you know society would kind of look at her and say she was a uh, a derelict. Mm-hmm. Or a uh I don't know, a failure. All right. And uh you grabbed her hand and you fucking looked her in the eye and you said, "You're beautiful." Mhm. And she lit up from it. Yep. And I remember thinking to myself, that is the most, like, humane slash beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like, I've never seen anybody do that, right? Yeah. I've never seen anybody just fucking grab a person and tell them that they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, I thought to myself, you know... This whole biker culture, you know, when you look at the fucking Hollywood mainstream, right. fucking mm. like badass mm. leather clad, don't give a fuck about right. society. Uh,
2: some of the best people I've met in the world in the biker culture. You know, yeah. and
0: that, mm. and, and that, when that happened, I was like, you know, if it wasn't for motorcycles and that whole culture, I wouldn't experience something like that. Right. You don't know you know see that.
2: I saw something similar. Uh, along with what you're saying, which did you reminded me. And I was with a, a group. The club's not in Beloit anymore, but it was a, a, another gentleman, a black gentleman mm-hmm. who was from the, the area. And I was an A-bait at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And we were uh, we were going off to – well, we were going to smoke a jar. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we're, so we're down in one of the parks there, and we're just taking a walk along the river. And uh, he looks over, and he sees some kids sitting on a bench. And the kid's just yeah. kind of sitting there, kind of looking at the ground, sitting there looking at the ground. And he says, hold on one sec, Tank. So he walks over to him and he sits down. And he goes, "Hey man, it's not that bad." Yeah. And the kid mm-hmm. was like, "What?" And he said, "It's not that bad." Mm-hmm. He said, "I see you. you're sitting over here." So anytime I see somebody sitting by themselves on a bench, staring at the ground, shaking their head, he said, "It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad." He's like, yeah. "I've been to prison. I've had my wife die. I've had a kid that was killed. I've seen my parents die. I've seen my friends die." It's like it's not that bad, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And the kid, you know, started talking to him about it and yeah. everything, and. And he thanked him for, it and gave him a hug, and walked on his way. And he had, a, you know, skipping his step again. And so, you know, that to me is the epitome of a biker as well. Mm-hmm.
4: Yep. Yeah. Um, exactly.
2: Concern. You know, it's genuine concern.
3: Well, let it's me, humanity. Let me let me backbone off of that. So, what you're talking about there? So we're all we all are aware of church, right? We mm. you know what church are, and right. we know that in these buildings there are church people. Yeah. Okay. Here's the great thing about bikers that I identify with, Mm -hmm. right, is that there's a difference between being a church goer Mm -hmm. and a church doer. You got that right,
2: man. Right? Okay. Bing on the head, on the nose right there.
3: And so for me as my definition of biker or myself as biker, Mm -hmm. um, I have been blessed to somehow – have gravitated and befriended people who are biker doing okay and when I say by biker doing it goes hand in hand with being church doing or mm-hmm. men of right? action right um uh story here so when rock county cycles was on milton avenue okay there had been a group of black kids that are coming to the store oh yeah and to them, it's Candyland, right? They're seeing all these sure. bikes, you know, whatever. And Bill, God bless him. I mean, just just a great man, you know. He could have said, "Oh, you know, get out of here," and, you know, whatever. No. <laughs> Again, biker doing, yeah, right. He talks to the kids, mm-hmm. you know, and gets to know the kids. And ask him questions like, oh, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he ended up giving a tour, these kids a tour, like, around the shop and stuff like that, you know, whatever. And um, I loosely talked to some of the kids about, oh, you know, well, you know, to do this, you have to be an engineer and this, that, and the other. And now these kids – now he has these kids who may not identify with who he is visually, but they're identifying with what he is doing. Yeah. Right? Biker doing. Yeah. And they talk and, you know, whatever. And then they leave the shop. Yeah. Right. So for me, like I said before, there's church goers and church doers. And in bikers, I see them the same way. I think yeah. bikers, more of us than not, are that biker doing. Right. right. And I appreciate those people that I have met and befriended and think the world of that have come across my path. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I couldn't have imagined that happening at, let's say, board trackers. I couldn't imagine that happening at yeah. board trackers. <laughs> I couldn't imagine a group of kids walking in like that and someone just taking the time and patience to be a biker doing mm-hmm. and to hand that bit of kindness and inspiration forward, right? And if you looked at Bill and, you know, uh, another uh, friend, uh, uh black friend of mine, you know when I brought him to Bill's shop, he didn't know what to think of Bill. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, dude, no, he's cool, likes to spend all that, whatever. No sooner we leave his shop because he's interested in dress or doing a uh, big bagger, we get back in his truck and he's like, oh my god, that dude was too cool. I'm like, told you. Yeah. And again, that's biker doing. That's le That that that's living by that certain credo and motto. Um, and suspending all these social constructs that confine us to think, hey, you're not like me, so I can't talk and associate to you. No. You're a person, period. And you're here. And for whatever reasons you're here, we're going to figure it out, and then I'm going to send you on your way. And that's it. So, yeah.
0: Well, I think the last thing this biker culture, motorcycle culture, motorcycle enthusiast culture needs is for it to be corporate. corporate. You know what I mean? Like... As soon as you make it commercialized, you've ruined it. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like from the day it was started, whether you're talking about 1903 when the first you know whatever was made, mm-hmm. right? As soon as you start talking about making it corporate and making it business related, you're ruining it, mm-hmm. right? Every every big bitch I've ever heard about fucking Harley Davidson is about how they turned their back on the working man mm-hmm. or how they've turned <laughs> their back on mm-hmm. their fucking you know their core base. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like we all turn into fucking marketing experts of what Harley needs to do, or you know whatever, right? And my point is this: it's a human, it's a human condition to want to uh, infect the herd in a positive way, right? right? I have heard so much time. To- I have heard so many times in this present day and time that we are a uh, a tribal species, right? The Mm -hmm. human race is tribal, meaning we have to connect with one another, right? We're in the COVID-19 slash 2020 year where we're all supposed to, you know, socially distance yet somehow connect to one another, right? We're all in this together, but yet we're separate, Mm -hmm. right? And in the biker community, we're all trying to become uh, the same person Mm -hmm. or the same – you know genre as where we take care of each other we we're integrative as far as who we are as people and we look after you know it doesn't fucking matter right the point is what i'm trying to say is if you take the biker culture and make it commercial right where it's about the brand or it's about what you ride or who you are then you're losing the you're losing the point Mm-hmm. Right, you're losing the yeah, fact you're, you're that you're missing it, <laughs> uh-huh. You're missing. You're it. missing it, yeah. right? As as uh, Billy from uh, you know Easy Writer, yeah, the movie Easy Rider would say, "I want my culture back." Right? Mm-hmm. This isn't. This isn't to make money. What right. we're doing, right? God, no. We're doing it because we fucking no? love it. Mm.
2: If we were, we'd be doing it much better if that yeah. was the case.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. we're not doing it to fucking make money. We're not doing it because it's just cool. We're doing it because it feels right, mm-hmm. right? Right. You know, I don't fucking. See a guy on the side of the road who's broke down as, you know, well, there's a chance to make some money. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I see him as like, fuck, dude, that could be me. I'm going right. to stop and help him because I would want somebody to help me. Right. Or I'm going to stop and help him because I can relate to that guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you talk about, you know, uh, a motorcycle shop who takes in, say, a group that would be looked down upon mm-hmm. in the corporate setting,
3: mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, I mean, let's not mix. Let's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be realistic here, right? Certain corporations, and I don't want to say Harley Davidson, but I'll say Harley Davidson <laughs> look down on people who are considered lower class in society, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They market it they mm-hmm. market their bikes as um they're going a, for an image well, yeah, they're the it's premium Im- is what they use. Imagery. We're a premium motorcycle right. brand. Yeah. First of all, if you throw premium and motorcycle in the exact same sentence, you're fucking up in life, yeah. yep. right? Yep. Bill Gates ain't riding a fucking motorcycle. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> the guy who owns fucking Forbes magazine ain't right. riding a fucking motorcycle. Right. So who the fuck is premium in this goddamn culture, Jeff right? Jeff Bezos is yeah. not riding a yeah. motorcycle. Right. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jeff Bezos. The Rothschilds yeah. are not riding yeah, motorcycles. Yeah, yet. I guarantee you that there is zero fucking billionaires that are riding fucking two wheels, state to state, fucking drinking beers, fucking slamming whiskey at goddamn and gas you know, stations. I are guarantee more you that. To them, but mm-hmm. but you no, know, you're yeah, right. Sure, they're not. But here's my point. Those guys, those independent motorcycle fucking shops, you know, those independents, you know, whether it be, you know, shout out to Rock County Cycles here in Jamesville, Wisconsin. Um, One block whether, up the street? Well, well, down <laughs> the road. Yeah, whether it be, you know, Rock County Cycles, whether it be, um, you, name the fucking goddamn Harley-Davidson dealership, or the, I'm sorry, not Harley-Davidson dealership, but uh, you got a goddamn phone call? Yeah. God damn it. How I, dare you bring in the I think 21st we specifically century? said phones off. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't worry about it. Is it a lady friend? Yes. Oh hell talk to her man. So let's talk about how hard it is to be a sex symbol in the motorcycle club or the motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) He's a beautiful man. Anyways, but um my point is this like this whole Mm. like culture is based off the independent. You're right. They be calling.
2: (laughs) He knows her ring.
0: Always in demand always in make actually that was my grandmother oh so no. that's oh. different then yeah sorry grandma we didn't yeah. mean
2: it, we didn't mean no harm man.
0: Oh. sorry but my point is this this whole culture is based on the human factor of we take care of each other right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you talk about you know rcc right mm-hmm. when they you know talk to uh somebody who comes in their shop who may or may not be experienced in the way of the motorcycle, mm-hmm. they're somehow preserving this culture, right? Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you see a guy or, or even a kid, Doc.
3: When Doc had his shop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When you see a guy who is, you know, under the age of twenty years old coming into a motorcycle shop or interested in motorcycles, you take them under your wing. Mm-hmm. Because this culture is dying. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Motorcycles aren't as in vogue as they used to be. Correct. Right? Correct. What's in vogue now? I am into whole foods and fancy coffees <laughs> and vegan yeah. lifestyle. Right?
3: Yep. Let's be honest. That's what culture. Right. right? And protesting and attempting to be a martyr and validate me with your likes and your thumbs up button. And yeah. Hashtag yeah. me too. Right.
0: But <laughs> my point is this virtue signaling. Right. Virtue. Oh, God damn it. Sorry, you know what I'm saying? Said. I do know what you said. I know what you mean. Now I'm triggered. But <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> but, but my point is this: we have to uh, we have to recognize the fact that this culture is based on a grassroots type mentality, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, corporations industry isn't going to protect it, right? No, they're their own sector, right? Mm-hmm. They're chasing that great american dollar right you know what i mean everybody talks shit about harley davidson about how they're trying to only make money well no shit they're a corporation that's what they're supposed to do exactly right i don't fault them for trying to make a profit because if it wasn't for the fact that they can make a profit and continue paying motorcycles then we wouldn't have anything to fucking ride the same as Honda or Kawasaki mm-hmm. or Yamaha mm-hmm. or Victory mm-hmm. or, well, not Victory anymore. Not anymore. Sorry. Indi- Indian. Polaris. Yeah. Or Hashtag whatever. never forget. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, um, You know what I mean? Like, uh, corporations are there to make money. We're here to keep it alive.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And let's never forget our roles. Yep. Right? Don't fault the corporations for trying to make money. But I fault people who forget the fact that we're supposed to spread the love. And we're supposed we're supposed to spread this around, yep. well, right? It's, us,
2: it's up to us. We are the, the caretakers caretakers of the culture. Exactly.
0: Yep. You know what I mean. So it's
2: up to us to continue to, to pr- promulgate it.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you see a younger person who's fucking up in life by not respecting the culture, as far as taking care of one another, mm-hmm. as far as you know, being themselves, educate them. Right. Don't degrade them, but mm-hmm. educate them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why that's where I think, like, you know, privately owned shops or independent writers can really flourish mm-hmm. by sp- spreading that knowledge. Yep. Right? I agree. And by that, I said we end this thing. All right. Yeah, we've probably
2: got, like, two episodes <laughs> worth in one.
0: Ah, fuck it. We'll figure it out. We
2: will figure it out. We always have in the Vito. Past.
0: Yes, sir. Got any closing thoughts? What do you want to tell the people of the fucking six fans that we have? What do you want to tell them? Uh, you know what? Um... What do you want them to know? What do you think you have in your big, beautiful black brain that they don't know? What do you think? Because I think it's a lot. Because I think very highly of you. Yeah. You are probably one of the best human beings I've ever
3: met. You know what? Even in our faults, even mm-hmm. in terms that we're, even in the times that we're, dirt bags
4: yeah
3: <laughs> let's just be kind to each other right on let's just be kind to each other and know that in being kind it costs us nothing That's exactly right. That's nothing right. nothing just all we have fine. is each other exactly should this thing turn upside down tits up you know what we uh we might need to knock on each other's door for a loaf of bread right on yeah or in in these days a roll of toilet paper yeah <laughs> uh yeah let's just let's just be kind to each other and suspend these social constructs and thoughts and assumptions we have right on. of whatever subcultures that we're part of mm-hmm. and that's it yeah
2: that's it well that's that's actually ex- ex- that's really really good a good message right there especially in this day and age right yeah. now and you're right mm-hmm. i mean
0: if it wasn't for social distancing, I'd hug every single one of you. <laughs> hey,
3: you know what? No homo. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I, I Fuck, really Fuck, we never talked this. about the Tiger King.
0: Should we talk about Tiger King real quick? Nah, we're, we're, no, we're – we're No, but anyways, let's, what let's bring you were you saying? Him, let's bring him back. Yeah, let's bring it
3: home. You know, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I like say I s- we
2: bring him back on sometime here in the future.
3: Yeah. You know what? Listen. And yeah. you messaged me. Yeah, and you asked. Yeah, and then you—I th- I think you asked—what uh, am I doing tomorrow? Or yeah, something it was one of
0: those things. Hey, you ever been? A, right. Ever thought about being on a podcast? What did I say in my message? <laughs> Only yours or something like that. Yep. Yeah,
3: and then I—I I also said in my message, I will be wherever you tell me to show up. Yeah. So, yeah, I—I I extend that, um, and I do it genuinely. I do it with a full heart. You ask me, and I'll show up. Yeah.
0: So right. On, well, man. to many more. Yep. You know to what many I mean. More. Yep. To and many I'll more. even. Uh,
3: I'll even bring another bottle with me next
0: time. Oh night. shit! <laughs> I don't yeah. know if we can
3: handle it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that about wraps we, it up we here. We finished. We damn near polished this bottle. You guys. This just... was full when we started. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't drink any
0: of it.
2: <laughs> but uh, this is the point in time we're going to wrap up here on the bikers' mm-hmm. lifestyle and. uh we sort of have a catchphrase. You know what that catchphrase is? What no, sir. Say at the end? no, sir. That is, uh, the most dangerous part in your motorcycle is the nut that connects the seat to the handlebars. Mm. Thanks a lot, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Yep.